Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. What? Am I supposed to sign this? Yeah, go ahead and do it. I already did. Did you? Yeah. All right. (laughs) Okay, I will sign it then. Cowboys win because Cowboys lose because 877-881-1053. If you want to get involved in the conversation as we are live at Buffalo Wild Wings in Bedford. Corey, are you feeling confident about this game? Um, I mean, listen, the confidence is really uh, that – I'm riding on what a team the team has done of late. They've been able to, to find the right plays. It feels like Dak Prescott is in in a groove right now. And that's where my Cowboys win because Dak, Dak Prescott is the one that is feeling it right now. He is on top of his game. He's leading this group in the way that they understand uh, what their roles are, what their jobs are. I mean, even listening to Mickey's story, it was maybe there was some chaos before before snap count, and they all decided, hey, this here we go is our opportunity to shut that down. So I, I feel like the, you have the better, healthier quarterback on Sunday night, and I say healthier for a reason. When the two of them are healthy, yeah. they're exceptional quarterbacks. Yeah. They can be great. Uh, when both of them are, 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 are prepared for the moment, they are very, very good at what they do. So – I think because you have the healthier version and you have the guy that is playing at the hottest at the moment. Hertz is not playing his hottest football right now. Dak Prescott definitely is. And you can say it's because they've been playing against bad teams. I don't give a crap what it is. I've been watching this quarterback deliver week in and week out, and I'll continue watching that. So that's why I say Cowboys win, because they have a quarterback that is the better quarterback on Sunday. And, Corey, it is also a shout-out Friday from the 214. Shout-out to me. I'm at the Bedford Buffalo Wild Wings, but I'm too lazy to walk up there. Smart. And also, shout-out to Mikey B for acting like a full-time host and only being part-time. Oh, my gosh. Gosh, don't do that. Holy, holy moly right there. I like to see winners, by the way, people walking in with their Cowboys stuff that they got from uh, Miller Lite. Now, Corey, will you accept this as an answer? From the 407, Cowboys win because the Eagles are stupid. Do you accept that as a viable answer? Yeah, I do. I think I do, too. I do want to go back, too, to to this conversation because – you know, when after the San Francisco game, I was like, "Look, I'm done. I'm done with Dak, and I'm done with expecting that he's going to go to another place." As far as like, whenever these big moments and these big games happen, I need to just not get my expectations up. And maybe I'm buying a little much too a little too much into that right now. Maybe I am buying into 
you know what, man? Maybe he found it. Maybe the San Francisco game, he decided, I'm going to start I'm going to start doing this a little bit better. I'm watching the way he's throwing. I'm watching some of the decisions on his routes. I'm watching the way that he decides to run out of bounds instead of run into somebody or just hold on the ball and get sacked. And I'm seeing a different player. But, Kevin, you know, like that, that decision to say I'm done with that, I don't believe it anymore. I don't think it'll happen. Yeah. That still exists where I'm just kind of like, will it rear its ugly head again on Sunday where it comes back and it goes, oh, yeah. Now, there's a certain level that he plays at, but it's not any better than what, what it's been over the last few weeks. Now, from the 682, Cowboys win because they're at home and will continue to roll. Cowboys lose because no one can stop the tush push. That would be interesting if that's how it played out because we'll have Stephen Jones on Monday, and he's part of the rules committee that has said, no, man, we authorize the tush push. We always continue to look at things, but we will will allow it for now. My Cowboys win because good. Can I ask you about this specifically? If they said we will no longer allow you to push from behind, do you think that solves the problem that is the Eagles? Because Jerry agreed with me. I've said this for about a month now. I don't think it's the push as much as it is what's going on up front. And if they're going to say that kind of blocking up front is illegal, you think that's I, have, I do have a problem with that. Okay. So that's, that's where I stand on. If you're going to say don't push from behind, that's fine. But they're still going to be able to be successful. And I saw Jason Kelsey said, that's fine. If you ban it, we'll find a different way to defeat you with a similar kind of play. And I, I do think you have to have that kind of confidence. For me, Cowboys win because... Third downs, third downs, third downs. Not to say that every down in the game isn't because important. Because they're good on third down or because I was told earlier this week the Eagles aren't very good on third down and, and they can't stop the run. They cannot get off the field on third down as of late. Let's just take a look at the last three games. And the one of the specifically reason we keep coming back to that is – That's the most recent sample size. And obviously, you're talking about a time period that's just about lined up with when the Cowboys and Eagles last played. In the Eagles' last three games, they have given up 58% of their third downs into first downs. The league average is 37%. Oh, really? Now, on the flip side, is the Cowboys' third down offense good? It's amazing. In their last three games... 52.5% on third down conversion. For the season, second in the league, behind only Buffalo. So you have the strength of, and and it's really interesting because you have the strength of the Cowboys offense. One of the things they've been able to do is convert third downs. The Eagles defense has struggled mightily as of late at getting off the field on third down. I think the Cowboys are going to be able to continue more possessions than the Eagles. I think that's why the Cowboys win. Yeah, I think that could be a massive factor, man, because what's the most annoying thing in football? Eagles fans. Well, yeah, Eagles fans, but also you finally got a team in a bad situation on third down. You're about to get the ball back, and they convert. And And now you have to reset. And go, okay, we got to stop them. And you're in, in a defense's legs, which could have been sitting on the bench, are now sitting there having to take at least two more plays, maybe maybe three, if they don't get an interception or fumble recovery. Corey, I have to tell you an admission as a football fan. There has been a, never been a game I've watched in the history of my life, especially a competitive game, where I thought 
where I didn't think we should have stopped the third down. <laughs> I don't care if it's third and an inch. Every time there's a third down, I think you should force a punt. I get mad when teams go for it on fourth down because I was like, no, we already did it. We already stopped you. You really do? No, absolutely. <laughs> but on the flip side, I also get mad at my team when they don't go for it on fourth down. It is a confusing part about being a fan. There has never been a third down in the history of football that my team has given up defensively that I thought, that's fine. I think every time you get to third down, it's over. Yeah, no, it, it, it should be that way. The best teams keep teams off the field uh, any longer. That's what they do defensively. Are we uh, Have we moved to Cowboys lose because yet? Because I do, do have a re- I do have a reason on this. From the 214, shout out to Kevin. We're, what I can assume is him making faces to baby Noah. I'm cracking up watching him on the fan cam. Can you imagine, though, if that's not what I was doing? Hey, you baby, Would, baby. Oh, my gosh. Little baby boy. Stop doing that. Is How concerned would you be for me? Just people listening if I was making, making faces, kissy faces and there's nobody the there. You, so here's one of the things. When, eight, when my oldest kid was a baby, you and I were going to some tournament together, and we had to drive far away. Yep. I feel like I just left my kid at my house because I don't know what I did with him, actually. I really don't know what happened that day. But, uh, but we were, you and I had to leave, and you came into the house, and I remember like I was going to do something around my house, and I turned back around, and there you are. My kid had woken up and was standing up in the crib, and you were playing peekaboo with him, and you were hiding behind walls and stuff, and he was laughing, and I was like, oh, my gosh, Kevin loves the, to make to get little kids like that to, to smile. It's one of his favorite things. I do know that. And you're good at it, dude. My wife, but I would be concerned if you were just doing it to regular good. people. As you should. As you should. Cowboys lose because the Eagles have arguably the best wide receiver duo in the league with A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. Brown is fourth in the NFL in receiving yards. Smith is 15th in the NFL in receiving yards. The Eagles are the only team in the NFL that has two players in the top 15 for receiving yards. So, you know, you asked Jerry earlier. I have to admit, I didn't love Jerry's answer about how marquee players get more attention and you maybe you'll go after them. Is the very real thing is the Deron Bland experience the last couple of weeks where you've seen him get torched but also make huge plays when it really mattered. I guess the Thanksgiving one wasn't a huge play in terms of the outcome of the game, but it was still amazing. And so when you have two top-notch wide receivers, I'll I'll say that makes the difference if the Cowboys lose. I totally get that. Those two receivers um, are very, very good. Slippery, uh, Devontae Williams, he finds space. He finds, uh, he finds a way to get wide open, too, and he can find his space in an end zone very quickly. I do compare him a little bit to Marvin Harrison in that covering him is like covering a fly where you're just like, one, you think he's going this direction, and the next thing you know, he's gone this direction, and you thought you had him the whole time. A.J. Brown, completely different type of receiver, can physically overpower you, and I am a little concerned with Deron Bland up against him, mostly for size, for, for one. Like, that's a, that's a huge factor. And, but I think Bland, this is my, why I asked Jerry that earlier. It seems like whenever now that you've gotten your limelight, teams start going, all right, what's he doing? And they start studying you a little bit more and trying to figure out what your weakness is, and then they see it, and now it's on you 
to then go either go to the coach and say, what do I need to do to fix this or to dig in a little bit more on yourself. And so I, my hope is huge game coming up. Deron Bland has decided I'm going to do more studying. I'm going to be even more prepared for this. One play is not good enough. I need to be even better, especially if I want to go get that Trayvon Diggs contract at some point. Then I need to go. Man. I need to take it to another level here. Now, this might be unrelated, Corey, but from the 817, do you guys want a beer? I, I would love a beer, but, but I do have a soda weigh-in tomorrow okay. morning at uh, 1030. So I'm, I'm currently beer-free okay. uh, for a period of time. From the 214, Cowboys lose because Zeke had a good game last night. That's from Afizi. Did he, though? He had a touchdown. Do you not call that a good game? Yeah, I, I. He had sixty-eight no, yards. You're right, though. On Re- the ground, receiving, he had a really huge game for them. So that that's and he had, he that's had, fair. He had sixty-eight yards rushing. But he, he had, had seventy-two t- yards uh, okay. receiving. Okay, all-purpose all yards. That's a good point. I, I, I take my sarcastic criticism. He was the back. most targeted receiver on the team, Kevin. Because they can't throw 30 yards downfield. Hey, they completed a pass like that. But, you know, you're right. 140 all-purpose yards and a touchdown. You're definitely, definitely right. We found definitely, we've had plenty of games where we just wish that Tony Pollard would find the end zone. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, for sure. Ho- hopefully, hopefully we're moving in the right direction on that. The My Cowboys lose because they don't pay enough te- attention to the details. That was the reason they lost the last time against the Eagles. And for the, that matter, against Arizona, they struggled because they weren't paying attention to some details about their opponent that they needed to correct. This team, and if you want to be a championship team, the little things are the things that are the difference between winning and losing. I mean, we hear the it's a game of inches speech all the time, but the details of what's going on, that's going to be a huge factor in this game. Whenever it's close, you have to pay attention even more. Whenever it's wide open and you got a big lead, you can probably play a little looser with stuff. But, man, you got to really lock in and know the details, understand the game, and understand where you can get your best advantages. And if they don't do that on Sunday, if they haven't prepared that way this week, which that's one of my concerns with Mike McCarthy being out, did they take a breath or did they say, no, we have to dig in even more? That's where, where I am right now, the details. Do you feel like if they win, Bobby's going to be like, see, he wasn't even there like half the week. Absolutely. And they still- he's, already got, he's already got a whole built-in thing. <laughs> okay. And I'll just say that's a credit to him uh, because he was able to be away from it and he had everybody in place the proper way to do their jobs. From Caroline in Fort Worth, Cowboys win because Nick Bosa put the blueprint out there about how to beat the Eagles. Cowboys lose because they didn't take that statement seriously. Yes, I I did hear that, and I thought that was a very fascinating way to put it. From the 2-5-4, Cowboys win because Steele and Bland are going to have awesome games. They're both due, and they've had some extra time to rest and reevaluate. I'll tell you this. There's a lot of players you can cue in, right? Like if Dak has an amazing game, you know, I can see how you think we're going to win. If Steele and Bland both have excellent games, I do think we're going to win this game. Yeah, that dude, because that's, the, yeah, you take your weaknesses and you turn them into strengths for you. Absolutely, that could be a, a huge reason for you. And then from the 817, they lose because they have too many penalties. That is tough to argue with. And from the 214, Cowboys lose because Mike didn't do crosstalk. Wow. You know what? Kevin, he didn't do crosstalk before the Arizona game. 
He didn't do crosstalk before the Niners game, and he didn't do crosstalk oh, no. before the Eagles game. Oh, no. Is that Are those other two true? I don't know, but we'll see. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like that's the case. If, that, if that's what that texter's saying, uh, I think that's the only thing. And we'll have to tell Mike, sorry, buddy, you can't be off on Fridays anymore. Yeah, I'm sure he'll react super well to that. <laughs> From the 214, the Cowboys lose because I want, he said he wants his wife to be happy. She's an Eagles fan, and they're both Cowboys haters. Well, I hope that you're both sad after <laughs> Sunday night. Only because of football reasons. Yeah, not, yeah, not, not, not for not, human yeah. purposes. Yeah, we like humans. Not for any other reason, but just for that, obviously, we want the Cowboys to win. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. We're live at Buffalo Wild Wings in Bedford, 1933 Airport Freeway. If you want to come out and see us, Corey's been giving stuff away. Plus, you can enter the drawing. Miller Lite will give away a pair of Cowboys-Eagles tickets. Coming up next, we move into the expressway. How much, if at all... Will your perception of the Cowboys change with a win on Sunday night? Plus, what are you doing to annoy the Eagles fan in your life this week? All of it coming at you next right here on The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 Through the Fan. We're live out at Buffalo Wild Wings in Bedford. It's been a happening time out here. Come on out. You still got the opportunity to enter for that pair of tickets. Miller Lite is giving away for Cowboys-Eagles. Yes, that game this weekend. You got to be out here to be able to at least sign up, though. Now, I got a question for you, and we can go a whole bunch of different directions right here, is... How much, if at all, will your perception of the Cowboys change with a win on Sunday night? Because I know that you see, Corey, you see the same things that I see all the time. It's like, yeah, the Cowboys are on a win streak, but they haven't beaten anybody. Yeah, Dak's playing really well. Will it matter if they win, though, to everybody else who's been like – because then they'll say, well, yeah, they just got beat. And you know what happens after you play the Niners. Yeah. I, mean, like, I feel like winning this game – Losing this game is the only important thing, and they can't. 
Yep. Winning is not going to change anybody. I'm sorry to cut you off and as you were getting on to your rant here, Kevin, but winning this game changes nothing to anybody except for the Cowboys in their locker room because then it, it turns in their, their minds, you know what, we can beat those teams that are the best. It does great things for their confidence. That's what they need. For the outside world, it's not going to change one iota. Yeah, but Dak threw for 200 yards instead of 275. They'll find a way to pick on it. That's going to happen. But the big deal is you need to do it internally for yourselves so that you know you can do that and what you're capable of. Guys, when we put our preparation together, that's what our outcome is going to be. But again, I don't think that it's going to change anybody's outside perception of them if unless they lose. If they lose the game, it's a bigger factor for the Cowboys. And that is – I know I've gone back to this probably – It's the Cowboys' own fault. And But I've gone back to this probably three times in the last three weeks is what Mike Parsons said about unfair coverage is I don't agree with him across the board on this. But this is another spot where I disagree because I've already seen some people say, I don't think the Eagles are that good. The Eagles literally have the best record in all of football. I, I realize they got smashed by the 49ers. So the 49ers had their own losing streak in the middle of the season. Like if you really break down everyone's ugly wins along the way, I think that's fair is the Eagles are a good team. Do I think they're the best team in the NFL? Well, hell no, I, they aren't. But they're a top five team in the NFL. The Cowboys are a top five team in the NFL. You're playing with an opportunity to potentially get home field until the NFC championship game. That will depend on still some other things going forward. But if you lose this, you've got no shot, zero, none of getting home field advantage or playing home games in this playoffs. I guess you could get like 5-7 in the NFC Championship game, but realistically, if you lose this game, you're locked into seed number five, and you're going to have to travel the road that I think most of us don't want to travel that you've seen the last couple of years. If you win, you might still have to travel that road, but you're still in the mix for seeds one or two. You're still... Yep there you could win this division and put off the meeting with san francisco as long as possible that's where i'm at like i'm not saying that the cowboys are going to beat the 49ers i saw the game earlier this year yeah. so did all of you my dream scenario would be it doesn't happen until the nfc championship game or the 49ers get upset somewhere along the way but like put that off as long as possible if you think you can't beat a team Put as much space between you and that team as possible. You have to win this game to make that happen. Yeah, I mean, it gives them a chance to have their, like, just look what happened last year. I don't want to say it that way. Look what happened last year. The Eagles, it, it had been put off long enough, and they eventually met the Niners. And what happened? Their quarterback wasn't there. Yep. Because it is a significant injury can change the entire trajectory of the playoffs. Maybe the Niners would have won the Super Bowl last year against the Chiefs uh, if they had had their quarterback, and uh, Purdy would have been that guy. My perception of this team, I, I, Kevin, I did give you a little outside perception. I don't think that's going to change. My perception of these guys, of this group, is that they are very good. They need to overcome a challenge. They need to say that they did their part. When it came time to we control our own destiny, they took advantage of that moment, and, and they controlled that, what they can control of it. They can't control whether or not the Eagles lose the rest of the season. Sure. But they can control whether or not they win on Sunday by going out there and beating the team. So they can do those things. That's what it is for me. I just I'm wanting to see more of 
we are what we think we are, and we're the more prepared team. We're the more willed team to go out there. But I need to see – I almost need to see them, Kevin, be the physically dominant team too. Okay. And show that when they go out there to hit, they're going out there to hit and they hit hard. Like I, Because San Francisco is that team, and San Francisco is the only team that appears to be playing that type of football right now. And so I need to see the Cowboys do that at some point. So I, the, when it comes to the perception, I still feel like the Cowboys are a little more finesse than they are firepower, but I know they have lots of different weapons that can rise up to those kinds of moments. Now, somebody asked from the 817, have the NFC te- top teams caught the AFC top teams or the AFC fell off? I, I think in particular, you look at the top three in the NFC and they're – I think people would perceive of them as stronger than the top three of the AFC. But then once you go down four, five, six, seven, I think that's where then the NFC, the AFC would have an advantage. So you might still think the AFC is a deeper playoff field and they'll have more entertaining games. But I think at the top, I, I will take the NFC now. Oh, you're not taking the Falcons. You're not taking them seriously. I, right now? I am not. Look. If the Cowboys get the five seed, I think they're going to crush the Falcons. Like, crush them. Now, don't ask me what happens the week after that because I don't think it's going to turn out very well. But what do you think about this bet? This is a chump bet by Deshaun Jackson. Des Bryant and Deshaun Jackson bet each other $10,000 about who's going to win this game. Really? Here's the thing that's foolish about that. Deshaun Jackson doesn't have that money? Well, that's a whole different thing. But okay. he's like, F the NFL and their money, even though he made like 80-some-odd million dollars in his career, is the Cowboys are favored by three and a half points. Take the points. Yeah. Now, if he's getting the points, <laughs> if he's getting the points, oh my then that's fine. But don't get into a Twitter battle where you make a poor bet. This is a fundamentally poor bet. Even if the Eagles win, this is a dumb bet. Because you would have bet it on the money line, and you would have got some, you would have got some money back. Like in addition to your ten thousand dollars, you could have picked up like maybe twelve five or something like that. This is a poor bet. I don't like it. If you ever decide you want to make a bet, here's the thing that I suggest you do: is call Kevin beforehand. Because if he thinks it's a dumb bet, he will absolutely yes. call you out and say it was a dumb bet the entire time. And because I've seen you do this, our friend Sterling. He shaved his eyebrows. Yes. Because he lost a bet. For nothing. And he didn't even have a reason. Like, he wouldn't have got any victory out of that. He was getting nothing. All he did was say, I'm putting my eyebrows on the line. And so, and you do this frequently. We're like, Choppy, dumb bet. And Choppy's a pretty good gambler. I mean, like, he's sure. he's pretty good at what he does. But you're like, that was not a good bet right there. But that's when Choppy is making a logical bet based on stuff that he's studied. Not when he goes, I will bet you <laughs> my pinky. Like, yes. never, never make a bet where literally nothing can be gained. Right. Why, why would you make that bet if, okay, so you won. What do you get? Pride? Yeah. Good for you. Is Give me give me a little something. I'm just trying to give away a pinky toe. Is uh, that what you're saying? Um, I, don't, I don't personally want that. Uh-huh. But, I mean, look, if you're making a wager, you need to have stakes. I would go eyebrow for eyebrow. Uh-huh. Not pinky, but. Pinky toe. If there was something like, don't you think Pinky Toe is the one that you're like, I can? That's the one I can do without. I will tell you, but that's the only one who you're knows how to get to home. It. Yeah. And I will tell you, I'd rather give up my Pinky Toe than my Pinky Finger. I could be off base about that. 
if I had to pick one, I don't know what that bucket is either. It's don't a, worry about it. It's a sanitization it. bucket. Oh, okay. Yep. Is somebody ran into a bucket and it splashed. <laughs> I was like, I have no idea what that is either. Is I would rather lose a pinky toe than a pinky finger. Somebody could correct me on that, but if I had to pick, that's the direction. 877-881-1053 if you have thoughts. Okay. I don't know if we need to totally dive more into that. Is All right. Couple of other things that I want to go through with this, and I like this answer a lot from Micah Parsons. Is he was talking about Cowboys Eagles, and he said it's always one of the biggest games in football, if not the biggest. The intensity is high, emotions high. Everybody wants to win. It's a brawl. It's always one where you get the ice bags ready. And then he added, "What's one of the biggest things for me? Can I keep going? Can I not be phased? Can I be unstoppable?" throughout the whole four quarters. Actually, he said another word that is not radio friendly, but for the whole four quarters, because he said you might find yourself in a situation where you're getting the pressures, but you don't get the sacks for the first three quarters. How are you going to do with that in the fourth quarter? Are you going to be able to keep going, even if you haven't gotten the results you want going into the fourth quarter? I love that sort of mindset from Micah going into this game. Yeah, no, I I want... My biggest concern with him is that at some point he's going to start feeling like it's not everything else that I was early in my career. It doesn't matter. Nobody's I'm not getting the credit for it. I'm not getting the payoff for it. I didn't get defensive player of the year. No matter how good I am, it doesn't matter. Even in that line of what I'm doing out there is it's comical. Like that's the stuff that makes me go. I hope he never turns into what does it even matter? Because I'm, I'm, I might be Lawrence Taylor, but the, no, nobody's letting me be Lawrence Taylor. So, yeah, man, I want him to be in that mindset. And I know this is the next concern for some people. John Strumpet, I'm sorry, Hussey, will be the head referee for Sunday's game against the Cowboys. The Eagles are 7-0 when he referees, including last night's Monday Night Football game against the Cowboys and the NFC Championship game. I would argue I don't look back at that NFC Championship game and say it was the refs that really figured that one out. And in those games, the Eagles were penalized just six times compared to 21 for their opponents. However, I would also say if you're looking at the trends, that crew likes to call more penalties in favor of the home team. So if you're looking at that part, I get it. But on the flip side, also will show some favoritism towards the home team at times. Yeah, I'll I'll take that. Look, I'm not going into this game and thinking it's going to be the refs that are going to cost us one way or another. I know that's why you play the games. Maybe I'll feel totally different on Monday. I have given up on complaining about the refs as the reason my team lost. I know there are going to be moments. Look, we talked about umpiring, and they they had, what, like four bad calls in the entire game? And you're like, yeah, but that one call. And it does. Kevin, it does, uh, what's the word, domino effect. Sure. You get this bad call on a play that you made that could have stopped somebody, and now you have to continue the drive after third down when your team should have gotten it on third down. I'm and now you're you. a little worn out because Agreed. of it. But I'm not going to sit here and worry and stress that much about it. Now, if there's something that just is glaring, the NFL needs to fix that. Like, that's something that they need to be doing those studies on and saying, we have to fix these problems. Can I tell you a couple of other gridiron stories real quick? Oh, yeah, that we sure. we didn't get an opportunity to get to. And then... I believe Corey wants to replace Mike Likes it all no, together. No. But also, 
What are you doing to annoy the Eagles fan in your life this week? 877-881-1053. Let us know on the truckwreck.com text line is the 49ers up until this past weekend, they had gone longer without a thousand yard rusher than any team in the NFL. Christian McCaffrey broke that mark. He's the first one to go for a thousand yards since your boy Frank Gore in 2014. Now to go along with that, Christian McCaffrey, he now has 50 rushing touchdowns and 27 receiving touchdowns for his career. Just the third player in NFL history to hit that mark. Marshall Falk is one. Can you name the other? Emmett Smith. It is not Emmett Smith. Ladanian Tomlinson. Much, much older. Lenny Moore. You saw Lenny Moore, who, by the way, former NFL MVP, two-time champion with the then Baltimore Colts. You have to go all the way back to the 50s and the 60s and get Lenny Moore. So Christian McCaffrey in some really impressive company right there. And then finally tomorrow, if you check out game day, Bill Belichick is going to be one of the guest pickers for college game day. Oh, really? I'm not sure I love that so much. Because you just think he's going to be a personality drain on it? Yeah, yeah. Did I I pick this team? I I understand that. Kevin, before we move on here, you mentioned Frank Gore, and you know my affinity for Frank I Gore. I do know your affinity for Frank Gore. Have you seen Frank Gore Jr. and how much he looks like his dad, Frank Gore? Like, oh, look he at does. That. He looks just like his dad. I wonder if it actually is Frank Gore, and he's just he just said, you know what, I'm going to go back to college and get redrafted. Is the kid averaging about three, three and a half yards of carry? For or? the Southern Miss Golden Eagles? Because if he is, it could be him. He was averaging, Kevin, in 2023, 4.9 yards per carry. In 2022, 6.1 yards per carry. I don't know. He has not had any lower than 4.5 yards per carry in his career Whoa. and college so far. That so. doesn't sound like the Frank Gore I know. That I'm is just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Against I'm college just kidding. kids, though. Against college kids. Kevin, do you want to dive into some uh, hot stove questions, or do you want to uh, dive into the top five funniest bowl game names in the history of bowl games? I want bowl games, but I also want people to hit us up, Twitch, YouTube, and the truckwreck.com text line. What are you doing to annoy the Eagles fan in your life? All of it. Yeah, let's do that right now. Chris, are you are you back there right now in the studio hanging out and waiting for us to call it on you? Yes, sir. Where are you calling for? There he is. Kevin, I'm going to tell Chris in just a second what I'm calling for. Okay. Kevin, my brother-in-law, is a, he's an Eagles fan. And fortunately, it's not by blood. So, you know, it's not one of those things that we really have to deal with too much. I mean, if he's your brother-in-law, that feels pretty entrenched. Yeah, don't right? worry about that. Okay. But I did, I did reach out to his wife. All right. And I said, hey, it's You're a long story. Don't okay. worry about this. Uh, I reached out and I said, hey, I need you to do me a favor. Okay. And I had her change his ringtone to this song so that every time I text or call him, <laughs> this starts to play. Chris, hit it. Da-da. Cowboys. Cowboys. We are the Cowboys. 
So every time I call him yeah. or every time I text him, that is the sound that plays for at least two minutes. Uh, and he is a big-time Eagles fan, and he doesn't know why it's set that way, and he doesn't know how it got that way. But all week long, I have been irritating him by sending texts and calling him just randomly with Dallas Cowboys. Do you get a note from his wife ever when he's not near the phone <laughs> to make sure? So he, like, comes running back in the room, and he's like, shut that song <laughs> off because he's away from his phone? Because that would be a good bit. That is something I want. I need some video action of him running back in and trying to change it or turn it off or whatever. You should watch the game with him on Sunday or, of course, listen to it right here on 105.3 The Fan. And wait, every time he leaves the room, text or call him. And so he <laughs> has so to I come video run him? back in yes. every single time. Yeah, but that is how I am irritating the Eagles fan in my life right now. Because I don't know many. Actually, Kevin, I think that's the only Eagles fan I know. We've had some Tolos and Twolos walk up, and they are Eagles fans. Uh, we've, we actually, one time, uh, we, got, we gave a KNC Masterpiece uh, challenge coin. Yes, we used to have yes. KNC Masterpiece Challenge coins back in the day. We should bring that back. We but should. we gave one to an Eagles fan because he got up on the stage and said, Go Cowboys. So that was the only way we were going to do that for us. So that was the way, Kevin. Okay. All right. I, I, I like that that was the way right there. This one takes a hard turn. From the 469, I don't have any Eagles friends. I don't have no friends because I'm married. Oh, man, that takes a really hard turn right there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Is from the, man, okay, I have to admit I've never felt this emotion. From the 817, here's how you troll an Eagles fan. You show Nick Sirianni and say that he's a D-bag for crying during the national anthem. I don't know <laughs> if that is necessarily what my takeaway would be mm -hmm. from that. But, Corey, I anticipated this. So I did go to The Onion to get me some help for this. TheOnion.com? TheOnion.com, which, yes, it is still a website, is you can talk to an Eagles fan. Every time you see him, you're like, hey, stop, you're destroying my store. Um, <laughs> and just things like that. Or what would you think about, you can't park here, this is my living room. Okay. So yeah. just go off of things like that, and I think that you'd be on to something. Or you could be like, hey, that's not a punching horse. That's a regular horse, all right? <laughs> you ride that horse. You don't try to punch that horse. Or you could go with, hey, do you murder the other team's fans before the game or just yours? Oh, my gosh, Is that that's too far? Oh, that's Jeez, too far. Okay, dude. I just... I needed to Holy figure out cow. what was too far. I do like that. And what was not too Some far? Some people are texting asking for my brother-in-law's phone number because they want to call also and, and so that he just annoy him even more. That is a good idea. <laughs> that is a good bit. What do you think about this, though? Because I did see some people say they phased all Philadelphia Eagles fans out of their life. What do you think about this? Hey, win or lose, you're still living in Philly when the Super Bowl is over. Yeah. No, that is that is tough. That is a tough That's life gonna to go with. It's going to hurt their feelings. Yes, it is going to hurt their feelings. From the 817, I got drunk and invited an Eagle fan to the game Sunday to sit in one of my season tickets. Why would you do that? Is she attractive? Or he? Yeah. Is it like, are you trying to hook up? Or is it one of those situations where you just are like, man, you should come to the game with me on Sunday. We're going to have an awesome time. And then you realize what a terrible decision that is. Is it worth it, even if you're trying to hook up, to have to put up with that? 
I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, so they all either. have the same. They all have the. They share that one brain, you know, and so they all have to deal with that. That's I thought you were gonna say something else. <laughs> I really, I really, really did. From the two one four, I just threw a battery at my coworker who's dressed up as Santa Claus at our luncheons, uh, feeling like a Eagles fan right now. Ooh. Uh, from the, uh, <laughs> I was laughing at the Eagles' defensive line getting pushed around by their starting center. Uh, from high school last Sunday, so I guess that was he was he knew who that the starting center was, and he was like, "I'm all about it." Uh, hey, from the eight one seven. Hey, Eagles fans, are you going to boo Santa again this year? Why would they? Why did they do? I still don't know why they did that in the first place. I do. Why? Just because they're that kind of people. That's one answer. Here's my other theory. I've thought about this for a really long time. Santa inherently rewards those who are good and leaves coal to those who are not good. I submit to you that the preponderance of people in that stadium on that particular day or most particular days were bad. So they booed Santa because Santa... Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. ...had cold them all. And they're like, you know what? Boo this, man, because I got a whole bunch of coal because we were not good this season. From the 469, I torment my Eagles fan friend by sending him nonstop 49er memes this week, uh, sending him bang, bang, Niner gang videos. It, it is tough timing, and I'm glad you got those words in that order, not a different order. <laughs> is, that could have turned out very yeah, bad. Or, yeah. Or good. Yeah, no. No, um, probably not. Is... It is tough timing to be like, hey, we're going to beat you like last time, and be like, hey, we're going to beat you like the 49ers just drove your D into the dirt. Yeah, that is something. It's tough timing for them. Uh-huh. And I will tell you this. There are some clever things people are texting in that I probably won't read because, you know, they might not be totally suitable for air. <laughs> How dare Santa not support fossil fuels? Uh, from the 610, the Eagles fans where I'm from try to convert me. And it drives them nuts because I am a, that person is a Phillies fan, a Flyers fan, and a Sixers fan, but hates the Eagles. That's an interesting take. I would like to know more about the backstory that has led to that. I have a friend who is he's moved around a lot in his life, and so he has a lot of teams. Like he likes the Detroit Lions, he likes the Texans as well because he liked Herman Moore. He likes the Timberwolves. So he, he is likes a White Sox teams fan. of sadness. He's just yeah. All the teams he chooses are those very very sad teams. But he always tends to choose like he just some place that he lived for a while when he was younger, and he chooses that. And I'm okay with that you know every group has to have that one guy you know that one guy that's just a little off i still i say this to this day if you were like trying to antagonize an eagles fan i'd be like yeah that's great your most famous sports person is make-believe <laughs> like that's somebody texted in the other day kevin when because we were asking the question when did you start hating the philadelphia eagles and they said whenever mark Wahlberg was their quarterback and my and first thought was he wasn't their quarterback but then i was like that's fine it's okay yeah it was like a special teams receiver and i know some people will argue like hey that's based on a real person that's fine your most famous sports person is rocky mm-hmm. and you could tell me it's based on george cooney all you like but it's still not a real 
person that is Rocky Balboa, like when those movies came out. Surely somebody at that uh, by this point has named their kids after that. They put up a statue in front of one of their museums and eventually moved it because it was an icon of a make-believe person. Those are all things that have happened. Uh, from the 817, pinky fingers are shockingly underrated. Definitely don't lose the pinky toe. Or definitely lose the pinky toe. That was a conversation Some people were saying the pinky toe is the key to your balance, though. I don't know that, but we could ask John JPP about the hand, Kevin. Like that's, that's true. Yeah, that is that part because of that Because that's why he can't do the three-point stance anymore. From the 817, I don't know any Eagles fans because I don't share any hobbies like convenience store robberies. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> golly, golly. From the 214, I just scream uh, Jaworski like the Rangers hot dog guy. Jaworski. That maybe makes him pretty sad. That is, that is amazing. Uh, from the 610, my father loves Staubach and never looked back. The Eagles bring out the worst in Philly fans. And I think that's the truth. Like the Philly fans for the, for the, the Phillies, uh, during the, the, the NLCS, that looks like an awesome crowd to be around. And but see, the Maybe not if I'm a fan of the opponent, but even still, they look like a rowdy crowd. And that's the flip side. If you're with a Cowboys fan, I will admit, they're going to beat you down with nostalgia, mm-hmm. right? About how things used to be. The Eagles fan might beat you down with a bag of oranges or call your wife the C-word. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that, that's a different thing that I think makes, like, hey, I'm tired of hearing stories from the 90s. Fair enough. But at least you can still hear because, you know, a group of no goodniks didn't beat you down in the parking lot. That's right. So I get it. Nostalgia gets annoying from Cowboys fans because we haven't won Jack S in the last 28 seasons. But it could be worse. At some point, it's got to happen, though. Before we die, Kevin, it's going to happen I already told again. you when it's going to happen. 2035. 2035. Look, oh, yeah. Look, cause facts. The-, the Dallas Stars win the championship in 1999. The Dallas Mavericks win their first championship in 2011. The Texas Rangers win their first championship in 2023. These are all 12-year increments. Some might argue that's the first title any of those teams won, so it doesn't apply to the Cowboys. But I say the Cowboys win it all in 2035. All right, Kevin, I do have this real quick. The top five uh, lineup duos in Major League Baseball, and I wanted to see how you felt about this. Which one is Shohei on? Uh, he's not there yet, so we'll see. Ooh, Number so you're one, not reporting Shohei No, No yet. Shohei report. Okay. Hold on, do you have a report? No, man. Look. Every report I've gotten about Shohei today is somebody's speculation. Oh, he signed a $600 million deal with the Blue Jays. Oh, he's going to the Giants. Don't worry, he's still going with the Dodgers, all of that. I have not seen any credible confirmed report yet. Okay, all right. This one is uh, from MLB.com, and they said the number one duo is Juan Soto and Aaron Judge. Do you disagree with that? That is that is tough to argue with. Okay. Number two. Simeon and well. Hold on. Number two, Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman. Pretty sure. good. Yeah. Number uh, three, Acuna and Matt Olson. Matt Olson is really good. And number four, Jordan Alvarez and Kyle Tucker. Ooh. And number five is finally Seeger and Simeon. And I just disagree with that on a fundamental basis. 
that Seager Where'd and Simeon. Where would you have them at four? I would have them at least above four. I would have them above Jordan and Kyle Tucker. I agree at this with point that. Because Kyle Tucker proved that he had a big bag of, as you say, nothing during the playoffs. He didn't do anything. He actually gave up more home runs, I think, than he hit as he was trying to jump up there and miss home runs the entire time. So I'm going to say that they're even better. And I think, I don't know, man. I know Acuna and Matt Olson are really, really good together. I know Freeman and Betts are really good. But these two led a team to the World Series and were big factors in them winning the World Series this year. I, I'm with you. I would go Seager Simeon at least four. That also might be as high as I go because those are some that's crazy great, that's great, yeah, great lineup combinations right there. But, I mean, look. If you have number four and you have the best middle infielder or a best middle infielder, again, among the best middle infield in baseball, that I'll take that every single day. Yep. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. I want to remind you, on Sunday, pregame will start about 3.15 live at AT&T Stadium with Chia Follow and Broadus. That'll get going after the Lions-Bears game, which you can also hear right here on 105.3 The Fan. They'll go behind enemy lines with the Eagles' Merrill Reese. CA's player profile is Tyler Biotish. And, of course, you know in that post game they'll be taking those reactions for better or worse all night long. So this weekend and Sunday, 105.3 The Fan is the place to be for all things football and all things Dallas Cowboys. Coming up next, I do believe... It's time for the C-Block starring Corey Major. Let's talk with our good friend Kyle Humans next on The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.